I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply step into the world of power loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the Lord. Got miles to go before we sleep. Lawman is putting into my running and I'm so far from my We will not go gently. We're going to unleash hell here in December. Oh, mama, I can hear you crying. You're so scared and all alone. Hey, somebody fix this guy's buckle. I don't to play football. coming down from the gallows and I don't have very long. It is the second week of June in 2019. There's no football going on, but we at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com have Steeler fever as always, and we want to spread our germs on to you. Good evening, my friends. My name is Brian Anthony Davis, and as always, you are listening to the post-game 24-hour extravaganza known as the Steeler Hangover. Of course, no games. 
but plenty of stuff in Steeler Nation to actually get excited about. Now, last week, you know, I was a little hot under the collar. There were a lot of negatives. But uh, something I thought about and was vociferously pointed out to me on the comment section that there's plenty to be really excited about in 2019. And I consider myself usually the optimist of Steeler Nation and uh, one of the people that uh, is always looking at the bright side of life. And I went away from that. And I feel great coming back on the other side this week. So join me as we go ahead and do that. And as always, one of my best Steeler friends, the one and only Tony Duffio from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, is joining me tonight. Toaster, what's going on, my man? Hey, Brian. Happy Monday, as always. And I'm glad you came back over to the positive side. And, uh... Yeah, you know, I was on that Steeler lens for a little bit, wasn't I, Tony? <laughs> well, that whole... Uh... Ben Roethlisberger, number eighty-three, thing got everybody kind of excited. Me too. I was I was pretty uh, pretty amped up about it too, you know. But we got through it. We got through it together. That was last week. You know what? Yeah, we did. And uh, I'm feeling good. And like I said, you know, like my kids, I get mad at my kids, and I I tell them. I got mad at Ben, and I told him. I didn't tell him. I just talked about him. But now I'm I'm like thinking about all the great things that's going to happen with Ben under center at the helm, and I'm feeling so good about this season. Uh, Tony, you know, not much Steeler news this week. Um, just, you know, the uh, with uh, mandatories coming up and everything, we had a Steeler departure this week, and someone we thought was retired for at least a year or two. But uh, a nice send-off, and you wrote an article about it. Uh, tell us about the other number 55, one Arthur Motes. today. Uh, last time he played for Pittsburgh was 2017, but he I guess he tried to play for the Cardinals last year, but he was he was hurt. But he was just a great guy, Arthur Motes. And, uh, you know, it was nice to see him get a send-off because you know, guys like him years ago and like I wrote today, uh, when I was growing up, when we were growing up, guys like him would retire all the time and we wouldn't even know about it because, you know, they were just journeyman players, role players. But he was such a great, uh, has such a great personality. He's so so involved in the community, and and it was nice to see him get a fitting send off for a career. You know, a six round pick. He got the most out of his abilities. He played nine seasons, and I hope he has a, a great future in store. And you know what? I expect to see a lot of uh, Arthur Motes as a Steeler. Um, you know, he started off his career with the Buffalo Bills, but he is a Pittsburgh Steeler, and uh, it looks like he's going to be doing some broadcasting in the Pittsburgh area. And uh, he has, like you said, he has a big personality. Um, happy retirement to him. But uh, one of my favorite Arthur Moat stories was he was in a restaurant with his family, and the song Renegade came on, and he immediately started recording it, singing along with it. I'm like, this is the Steeler Jam. And he was just singing and going crazy. And I'm like, this is a guy who's bought in. This is what we root for, guys like this that are team first, that are – not just team first, but team community first, Steeler Nation first, and that's what Arthur Motes was. So I wish him a happy retirement. I hope we see a lot of him uh, coming back as well. I know he wasn't a part of a Super Bowl winning team, but uh, 
you know, there were times when Arthur Motes came up big for that team. And uh, I, I really enjoyed his personality. So, you know, good for him. Tony, what do you have going on this week in Steeler Nation? As far as uh, articles? Yeah. I wrote something over the weekend uh, about the 18-game season. There, there, it's always looming over us as fans and players. And for some reason, it's a, it's a negative. But I think I think it's 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 inevitable because the owners have been wanting it for a long time, and and they're probably going to get what they want eventually. So I think I think uh, it's going to happen sooner rather than later. And that's one of the things I wrote about. And of course, I wrote about the the Arthur Motes uh, retirement. And uh, I have some other things that, I, that I'm going to be writing about, but I haven't gotten around to penning, penning those yet. So um, you'll be hearing a, a lot from me this week, I think. And you know what? I have a lot of work to do, and I have a lot of cool stuff coming up, too. Um, but you know what, Tony? Uh, the big thing for me about that 18 game season, I would love to see it. Um, in fact, I love regular season games, of course. You know, the owners, of course, want it, and there's not going to be any change in games. It's just going to be more people attending games instead of uh, the preseason games. So that's one ex- one less preseason game. So you know they're going to knock them down to two, one less home preseason game, excuse me. Um, so not, nothing really changes except for a whole lot more revenue. For the fans, it's great. But I could tell this is going to be a sticking point for the players, especially, I mean, because a lockout in 2021 is going to happen, and this is definitely going to be at the forefront of it. Um, because, you know, you think about it, um, and I know it's going to change a little bit this season. You're going to see a lot more Steelers starters in preseason, I presume, based on uh, a lot of things that happen, especially with Antonio Brown not playing, a lot of people not playing, Ben not playing a lot in preseason. And that rust factor at the beginning of the year, the first couple of games, is very present. So I think that's something they really want to eliminate. But two extra games means two extra um, weeks of work that it's more likely to get hurt because some of those guys won't be don't play at four four full quarters. Some of them don't play one full quarter. Um, in those preseason games, but it gives them it gives them a lot of chances for uh, trouble to be abound. But it also gives uh, more players chances. And uh, Ramon Foster came out, and I thought with him being a player rep, it would be something that he'd be against, and he really wasn't. He's like, you know what? We get paid, we'll go out there, whatever it is. I mean, I don't care, we'll play. Um, I remember Heinz Ward years ago when the uh, specter of uh, 18-game season came out, he was thoroughly against it. But, um, you know, you never know what's, what would happen here. It would, that's going to be a key issue, though. Uh, I would like to see 18 games, but if I'm a player, I would probably think differently. Um, what do you think? Do you, if you were a player, would you be upset about this, or would you relish the opportunity? Well, it's, it's funny because uh, just listening to the, to the representatives over the years, the player representatives, you would always just assume that that they were against it. You know, it's, it's according to what have said, it's like you're adding like 
eight extra uh, games over the course of a, of a player's career, something like that. I forget what what, what the exact amount was, but but uh, Phil Simms said, you know, I, I read a quote from him the other day that I included in the article on this podcast that that if you if you gave if it was up to if you put it up to a to the vote of like every player in the players, they'd probably be for it because they don't make as much as the superstars, and it's two more game checks and it's prorated. And according to him, it might be something that that the your average player actually wants because it, it it's more money and it means so much more to them than it would you know like a Ben Roethlisberger who's who's what making thirty three million on his you know guaranteed money on his latest contract. So I think it, it, you know it's kind of changed my mind as far as what the players want. I always believe that they that they didn't want it, but but you know the average player might want that. That's a very good point. Now, as a fan, it, it's all win for me. But here's a question for you. What would this really do as far as the schedule goes? So um, the, the, one, the only negative for me is the fact you've got 32 games, excuse me, 32 teams, and I know I can tell you the schedule right now with 32 teams in 2046 if it stayed the same because you just know the, I know the formula. I know who the Steelers would be playing in two, 2046 if I would just sit down and, uh, and do the math and figure it all out. Um, but the, que- the question for me is, uh, do you remember, and we're the same age, do you remember the 80s? Man, it always seemed Memorial, excuse me, Labor Day weekend. And even in the 90s, Labor Day weekend, the season started. And I know that's a big right. season start for NCAA, and that's one of the reasons they moved it back to uh, the second week of September. But do you would you foresee the season starting maybe uh, the second, actually the third week of August now? Would that, would that be a possibility, or the last week of August? Oh yeah, I don't think it would it would be. Uh... Well, they wouldn't have to do it that way because otherwise, I'm guessing they're going to want to have have a, an extra bye week in there because of the uh, the two extra games. You're going to want to give the players an extra week off. That's just my guess. So, so if, if they if they start at the same time as they always did, and you're looking at what the end of February for the Super Bowl, I don't think they want to go that late because it's right up against the start of the new calendar year for the NFL. So, I'm thinking, yeah, maybe even in middle of August, just you know because they're going to want to give the college its own platform, at, you know, for Labor Day. So I'm thinking they might they might start it around the same time that they play the third preseason game, wouldn't be first, something like that. So I could definitely see that because you're not going to want, like I said, you're not going to want to go too deep into February. So I'm guessing like maybe August 19th, August 20th, somewhere in there every year. Which I mean, it's only a two two weeks earlier so I, I don't see it would be I don't think it'd be that big of a deal I, I think it, it would almost logistically you would have to do it that way yeah that that would be amazing I would absolutely love that as a fan because you know the preseason games you know for me the preseason games are hard to write for anyways um, and I don't really think we need the preseason games and we need camp and they're figuring it out. Um, I know for some players, yeah, I mean, preseason games are paramount. I mean, there's there guys that, that uh, actually make that team 
in week four, but uh, there'd be a, it would be a welcome change. Um, the, the other thing for me is uh, just the fact that, you know, get football back as soon as possible. I, I would love it. And I don't want to be going late into uh, February as well. Um, I was not a big fan of the two by week. And we had that. And I remember, I think it was the early 90s, they went to two by weeks. And uh, I don't, don't think they did it too long, but that was brutal because you know me. You hear me complaining all the time uh, over the last couple of years of us working together how much I hate the bye week. But it's necessary. These players need it. I just, I just can't stand a week without Steelers because that's just who I am. I complain about them even though you spend the entire season hoping they get a bye for the playoffs. I hate that bye week when they're not playing. It's just brutal to me. But that's just my own selfish reason. But I didn't even think of two bye weeks, but it would make plenty of sense if you were adding two extra games, and I think that would be something that would be very smart. So a good insight, Tony. I, I do appreciate that. Um, Tony, you know, like I talked about the negatives, we talked about a lot of negatives last week, and uh, somebody brought this to my attention and uh, something I really thought about. We were going to have a show, and I mentioned it all about Juju and uh, and the positives of a Juju Smith-Schuster. And, uh, and we're just going to talk about the positives of the season as a whole. Do you think all of Steeler Nation is completely over for the most part the departures of Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown and they're starting to feel better each week about this 2019 season. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I think, I think they're getting there, yeah, because, you know, you don't hear much about either one of those guys anymore as far as how they really, you know, how, you know, as far as their careers here. I mean, you, you hear, you hear some things about, about Le'Veon Bell, the stuff he was going through with his, uh, his girlfriends and his jewelry, that kind of thing. But everything else. Girlfriends. I think it's, 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 it's far as, Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to say it, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I am. Um, no, I, I think, I'm coming out and saying hookers. He doesn't know their names, <laughs> so they're not your girlfriend. Right. Yeah. Well, that's actually a really good point. That's kind of a rule of thumb, Tony. If you don't know their name, you can't technically call them your girlfriend. Right. Especially if you have uh, two of them over at the same time, it's probably not uh, probably not good form. But as far hey, as party with Le'Veon. Nice. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Good thing I don't have any jewelry. Um, but as far as as far as is the Steeler Nation moving forward? I think they are. I mean, I think it's natural this time of year to have optimism, and you're hearing so many great things about about what Dante Motcrief, what he said about working with Ben, how he's such a great quarterback, and he can't believe, you know, how technical he is. And you know, you never you usually hear those things about him, 
which is refreshing. And, and then, of course, the, the rookies, and you're hearing all kind of great things about Devin Bush and, um, and, 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 and Benny Snell and, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, I think we're moving forward. Obviously, that can all change if, if, if you know, the regular season doesn't start out the way we want it. But, but as for right now, I think we're all excited about training camp. Let's talk about confidence factors. And we mentioned Juju earlier. And before I get to uh, what I want to get about just his uh, community contributions, which are just absolutely amazing, um, I want to talk about his contributions in 2019. This is a big jump for Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, he had almost 1,500 yards last year. He was the second um, leading receiver as far as number of catches. Um, this guy is uh, – he looks ready to go ahead and take the mantle, but – on the other hand, you had the fact that he was playing next to a superstar, and the last game of the season, he did not light it up with numbers because all of a sudden the game plan changed with Antonio Brown out of there. Um, what is the confidence factor that Juju Smith-Schuster is a true number one receiver? Because for me, even besides those factors that I just mentioned, I really think he's going to take the mantle and run with it. I think it's very high based on based on his college reputation for being a hard worker. He's basically the total package as far as a receiver. He can run routes. He can catch. He, he's, he's big, you know. So he, obviously he's obviously he's obviously already demonstrated three times that he, that he could take the ball ninety yards plus. He did that over his first two years three times. So I think the confidence is high. And you mentioned the Bengals game and that performance and how the uh, offense was kind of stu- uh, um, stumbling along there for most of the game, but I don't think they were expecting Antonio Brown to not be in there either. That's kind of a, a, uh, a huge thing to have to deal with out of nowhere. Cause nobody, you know, it's, it's, it, you, you give into, you give uh Levy, or I'm sorry, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster the entire off season to prepare as the number one guy. And you, and you surround him with people like Moncrief, like some rookies, like Vance McDonald. And I think, I think things will, will be better. So I think right now the confidence is, is high as it always is this time of year, but I think Juju's the real deal, you know, and, and you can't take anything away from Antonio Brown. He made him better. There's no question. He's one of the best receivers who's ever played the game. He had the, he, he, he had the best run of any receiver in, in NFL history. So you have to, you, you have to prepare for the fact that he might not put up the numbers that he did last year, 111 catches, 1400 yards, but it doesn't mean he can't be a number one receiver and a great number one receiver in this league. And I think we're going to see that this year. Fact or fiction, Tony, the 2019 Steeler receiving stable could be a better and more well-rounded stable than 2018 with one of the greatest receivers of all time. Is that fact or is that fiction? I'm going to go with fact. I mean, I think you have – obviously you have Juju. You, you brought a nice veteran in, in Dante Moncrief, and and – you have uh, a motivated James Washington who, who lost 15 pounds, and he's ready to make the first to second year leap that we're all looking for. You have a, a, a talented rookie and, and Deontay Johnson. I mean, obviously he's he's a total unknown at this point, but hey, you never know. Rookie sensations uh, are come in all shapes and sizes. So, you know, I think overall it could be a, a more talented group because. 
Well, look, who could be one of the. I'm sorry, Tony, you cut out there a second, but look who could. Uh, You cut out for a second. So, um, look who could be cut. I mean, you could see a guy like Eli Rogers, who is very talented, be the odd man out in that entire situation. A guy that you didn't mention is Ryan Switzer, and I think Ryan Switzer has also um, grown in the offseason. I think he is uh, definitely Yinzer material now. He's he is really uh, he's really drinking the uh, Pittsburgh Kool Aid, and he's uh, he's definitely a team guy. And his rapport with Ben Roethlisberger at the end of the season was really growing. Uh, a lot like Vance McDonald's rapport started to grow at the end of 2017 because, you know, they both arrived late in uh, their respective uh, preseasons via trade. And those guys coming in, it takes a while to uh, set up shop with Ben Roethlisberger. It really does because that rapport is very crucial. So we saw it with Vance. Um, I really think we were seeing it with Ryan Switzer becoming an option. Um, do you think that he could be an, a major X factor for this team, or do you think he is uh, uh, just a, a fifth guy? No, you know, you said it. Yeah, his, uh, Ben has confidence in him. Ben likes him. So that's a big deal if the franchise quarterback likes you. And, and, and you know, you mentioned Neil. He was growing into a, a pretty decent slot receiver, but, you know, he suffered that knee injury at the end of the 2017 season in the playoff game, and he probably doesn't have the same burst. And Ryan Switzer now has an entire offseason to to uh, absorb the offense and uh, develop more chemistry with Ben. So, yeah, he could be way more than a number five guy. He could be the starting slot receiver, the start, starting number three receiver next year. So he could bring a lot to this offense for sure. Tony, do you play a lot of fantasy football? I uh, can't hear you there, Tony. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, well, uh, you cut out. What was that question? I'm sorry. Are you, are you a fantasy football player, Tony? Um, I was earlier on in, 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 like in my 30s, and I've gotten back into it. Um, over the last couple of years because of my bowling buddies. So, yeah, I guess I am now. And I won the championship last year So with my uncle. So I nice. am again. I, nice. Yeah, yeah. Fact or fiction, Dante Moncrief is a steal at wide receiver number two for your fantasy team. Well, my uncle told me years ago, always go with, Always go with the number two guy on a team with a clear-cut number one receiver. So, yeah, he could be a steal for sure. I really think he is. I think at 6'2", and he's hungry because all these these teams are calling him busts. Um, he wasn't number one, but here's the great thing about Moncrief. He really would shine when Andrew Luck was in there at quarterback. But Andrew Luck has not played a whole hell of a lot Um in the last few years, if Dante Moncrief was in Indianapolis and not Jacksonville, he would have a brand new deal with the Colts right now. Uh, I'm talking last season because uh, that's when uh, luck came back with a vengeance. I think Moncrief would have 
an opportunity to just go absolutely crazy. He was playing with guys like Jacoby Brissett, um, just not getting a lot of opportunities with uh, um, with him hurt all the time. I think Hasselbeck was was uh, there at the very end of his career um, with Indianapolis, spelling um, Andrew Luck. There, there were a lot of guys. Um, Scott Tolzien, I think, too. I mean, there, there were a lot of uh, lesser-known players. They're, uh, they're playing and throwing him the ball. Then he goes to Jacksonville, and he's, he's uh, dealing with Blake Bortles, who is not the, uh, the uh, best passer in the world either. I think with Ben Roethlisberger, this guy could have a career resurgence. So I'm really excited about Dante Moncrief. I'm just excited about uh, um, this receiving core. I have not talked about James Washington. Um, I really like what he brought to the table. I thought uh, Ben was really uh, um, trying to find him towards the end of the season as well. I think he's just a player to me. He uh, He's undersized, but, I mean, we've seen undersized guys just play with the passion and the moxie, and that's what this guy seems like to me. Um, so I'm really excited about them. But who is the number one, number two receiver for this team? And I'm not just talking receivers. I'm talking you could throw in a, uh, a, a running back. You could throw in a, uh, a tight end. Who's going to catch the second most balls if we presume that Juju is going to um, be number one? Well, I'm glad you asked because Last year, we talked a lot about how well the offense performed when and he was on his way to having a, a Le'Veon Bell-like season before he suffered those late-season injuries. So I think if it's if it's James Conner, I think the offense is, is rolling along the way we want it. So hopefully it, it's the same formula this year, and James Conner gets the same kind of opportunity. So I'm going to go with James Conner because I think that's – we've seen the last five years with, with Le'Veon Bell and then him last year. That's how that's how the offense works best when it when it flows through to running back and James Conner's number one running back. So I think it's going to be him. And if healthy, I think uh, I think Vance McDonald makes a lot of money as well and catches a lot of balls. So I agree with your assessment of Conner. I think Vance McDonald too. Um, I look forward to a whole lot of things from those guys. This running back stable is great. I think uh, I. I don't think the offensive line misses a beat with Sean Serrett in there um, because he's been there under Munchak for six or seven years. He knows what he's doing. He's worked a lot with these guys. So I love it. And I think Ben is hungry. And you know what I've always said about Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger with a chip on his shoulder is the best Ben Roethlisberger you're going to get. There's definitely a chip on his shoulder wanting to uh, prove all that crap that he heard in the off season. Um, he wants to prove that he's the leader. He wants to prove that he could still get it done. Um, he wants to prove that the contract he signed, he was worth it too. So I'm looking forward to a lot um, from him. I know on the defensive side of the ball, we're really excited about um, Devin Bush. Of course, why wouldn't we be? We're, I'm excited about a lot of the other leaders there too. Excuse me, uh, rookies there too. I think that it's going to be an exciting season. But who on defense do you think really shines this year? And I'm not talking about Bush. 
I think, honestly, I think he's going to be Javon Hargrave. I've been reading a lot of things about him, like, like the number of, of pressures he had last year, you know, relative to, to, to the number of sacks that – I'm sorry, the number of snaps that he – I've seen people say on Twitter that this is a guy who's a beast that just, is just waiting to be unleashed, and he's coming into fourth year, his rookie his, like, his contract year of, of his rookie contract. So I think it's going to be Javon Hargrave. I think he's going to he's going to have us asking, can the Steelers afford to keep him next year? Should they get rid of somebody else to be able to keep him? I think it's going to be Hargrave, the more I think about it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Who on defense, and let's not say Artie Burns, because uh, we know of, uh, the pressure that Artie Burns is, is going to be facing, but who on defense has the most pressure this year, um, has the most to prove? Um, that's a good question. I would have to say, I would have to say uh, uh, Sean Davis, because he's coming into his uh, fourth year as well. And this is this will be a second year as a free safety, and I think he's good. I think he's a really good player, and I think he's gonna he's gonna make that jump this year from um, you know average player to to star player. So I think it's Sean Davis. I think a lot of people are still doubting him. I think a lot of people don't. I don't, I don't think there's a whole lot of confidence in him, and and and, and I think he's gonna prove a lot of people wrong this year. Yeah, with a contract year as well, I I completely agree. I believe uh, uh, I'm going to throw out a couple names there um, that I think need to have big seasons. Uh, Bud Dupree is one of them. I actually think Bud Dupree is coming into his own. I think Keith Butler is going to uh, do a lot for Bud Dupree's game um, with him coaching the linebackers. I think that will be great for him. Uh, I think Stephon Tewitt, who I'm a big Stephon Tewitt fan, I think uh, he has a lot to prove. But here's, here's a wild card there. And a lot of people will be shocked to hear this, but Mike Hilton. Mike Hilton lost a little luster, not in my eyes, but um, with a lot of pundits and critics of this team towards the end of the season. I really think this is a guy that is playing really he's, – he's doing the gamble that uh, Alejandro Villanueva did, was not really having a contract. Um, so – I think he's playing for his football life here too, so he's going to be really interesting to watch, especially since he is—he's a passionate player as well. So I think uh, these guys feel that they have a lot to prove. I think this could be a resurgence for the defense. Um, real quick, factor fiction: Pittsburgh Steelers top ten defense overall, 2019 coming. Because you're, you're you're reading things now that the better athletes are on the defensive side of the ball, so I think they're com- they're really coming into their own. So yeah, fact. Well, fantastic, Tony. It, it was another uh, another great show. You know, lots of things to be positive about, and uh, I'm drinking the Kool Aid. Um, 
I'm drinking the black and gold Kool-Aid. I've never really had black Kool-Aid, so that sounds absolutely disgusting. But uh, I'll, uh, I'll drink a whole lot of lemonade. Um, so, but with, with that being said, I'm, I'm really excited, and we have so much to talk about in weeks to come. But uh, I really think this is going to be a, a positive 2019. And um, screw you, Maurice Jones, Drew, seven and nine. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I'm willing to take that bet. Um, that that does not happen. So with that being said, Tony, have a great weekend. Well, actually, have a good week before your weekend, and I'll talk to you next week, buddy. You too, Brian. And uh, if I don't talk to you before next Sunday, have a happy Father's Day. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate that. I always look forward to that day. Well, with that being said, uh, Steeler Nation, Tony and I, we appreciate you. BehindTheSteelCurtain.com appreciates you as well. We hope to hear plenty from you in the comments and uh, hope to hear plenty of you in, uh, in future days. But uh, with that being said, my friends, for Tony Duffio, I'm Brian Anthony Davis. You've just been hungover. Good night and go Steelers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power. Loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChumbaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.